Welcome to Danger Dames. Join a daring trio in delving into the surreal and sublime, seeking their heart's desires. You know, now that you mention it, someone did come through here recently. It didn't go super well for him. And, and they point you in the direction of there's this, it looks like a manor house. And you swear you can see behind it these like kind of hazy storm clouds. But if you, know, if you like turn away and look back at it, there's nothing there. But if you stare at it long enough, there's just kind of this like hazy storm behind it. All right. So we're going to need to be like extra cautious here, right? Have your wits about you. We're going to do it. Let's go. Yeah, so the Ferris wheel sort of behind you, you can kind of see the like kind of pier jutting out over the water. And in front of you is this, you know, narrow street that's cobbled. There are a bunch of these kind of decrepit townhomes, and at the end of it is this large gated manor house. What do you guys see? You said it's gated? Yeah, yeah, it's got a big gate and like a, a fence that goes around it. Well, you try to open it, right? Yeah, that seems just like a normal a normal gate and a normal well, house. I assume they're accepting visitors. I mean, like, let's open it. Red pushes you back and says, go, give it a try then. <laughs> Don't forget there's like a crackling kind of storm mm-hmm. above it. it. Yeah, Nobody yeah. forgot Some that, but point. that's just like a normal, <laughs> everyday occurrence. <laughs> Come on, Annie, open the door. Yeah, the gate swings open. There, there's like a, a crest kind of emblazoned on it, but it's kind of rusted. Uh, so it just looks like a, like a, reddish rusted sort of shield over this kind of metal gate but you can easily push it open see look guys they knew we we're coming like i said keep your wits about you mm. uh <laughs> i think i'm gonna prowl past um annie and head up the stairs i'm gonna do a skip and a hop and a jump red pulls out a revolver and just swaggers behind oh god the manor kind of the fence goes around so it kind of opens up on either side it looks like there's you know there's some space back behind it. Uh, and then it's this big, probably three-story house. Uh, there's just two big double doors with a big knocker on it. I mean, you knock, right? Like, that's manners. A hundred percent. No. You knock. You never knock. You just go in. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Head, First you're of a all, mess, and I knock on the door <laughs> with a knocker. Yeah. Uh, you, so you kind of, you, you grab hold of the knocker, and you kind of slam it down once. Red just shakes her head. And twice. And then you look, you see it's like, like a little gargoyle face. And for a moment, it looks like there are two eyes looking right at you, like where the gargoyle eyes are. They look kind of wet, almost like somebody who's been crying. But then when you kind of slam the knocker down a third time, it's just the metal face. That seems normal. Well, I mean... They have to have some sort of alarm system, right? Yeah. That's like a, a, try the door a surveillance system. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the doorknob turns. You can push the door open. Wait. It's, it's that's sort of, rude. It's kind of heavy. They know but... we're here. Okay. It seems rude. We're here to find the dude, right? Mm-hmm. The documents. Uh, His name is Grisbane, who Grisbane. is supposed to have met one of uh, Raffid, the uh, guy you met at the right. tower. He asked you to go get the this tube of documents from Grisbane. Well, first, the gate was open, and the door is open, and we've knocked. I'm just saying, we didn't wait very long. Can we, like, wait 60 seconds? Red just pushes past and walks in. Hey, oh, Grisbane, you here? Yeah, you you walk into this, uh, it's, you know, a big entryway. There's an arch that opens out into a large kind of foyer with uh, kind of the, you know, the classic big staircase that goes up to the second floor. There are some, there's like a painting up on the far wall that's, been it's like water damaged and falling apart uh there are a couple of doorways on the ground floor and some like a big mirror that runs 
horizontally along kind of the frame of the wall. So the whole room has this long sort of thin, maybe a foot tall mirror that runs around the middle of it. Oh, no. Are you going to be transfixed? (laughs) No, it's like the Hall of Mirrors at the Palace of Versailles. Haven't you been? You were from the Spire. Come on now. Versailles? No, it's too posh for me. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Class. We're missing class. We're not missing it. (laughs) Muller kind of makes a face like, uh, excuse you. Like we're very classy down here. <laughs> uh, nobody, nobody responds. You, you kind of, you, you can hear a, a little bit of an echo as you shout out the name. What does but, it look like? Is it dusty? Is there? Yeah, like, there's like cobwebs everywhere. the The floor is slightly slick. Slick. Yeah, it's like damp. Uh, oh, like, like moisture, mossy, mm-hmm. kind of moldy. Um, I'm gonna... not quite moldy. Almost like yeah, it it seems like kind of uh, of. Uh, I can't think of the word now. Like condensation. It's like mm. the floor is kind of con- like there's condensation on the floor and on the banister. I'm going to call out and I would like a cup of tea. You ask for a cup of tea? Yeah, like, hello, hello. We're present. I'd like a cuppa. <laughs> a cuppa. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you don't get a response to that. Red pulls out her flask and shakes it at you. No. No? Uh, All right. Do you, you take a moment to listen for somebody to call back to you? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely hear, it sounds like like the rattling of a cage or maybe like a, a low grumble coming from the back of the house. It sounds like an animal or something. Mm. I'll go investigate. But otherwise, it's it's basically silent. I'll go investigate, and I also want to look for their kitchen on the way. <laughs> I'm uh, roaming around the room. Is there anything of note besides slick floors? Yeah, I mean, there uh, are a couple of cabinets. Like There's a, a wardrobe in the entranceway, entryway. That clearly was for like jackets, and there are a couple of really old jackets that seem to you know have mildewed, and as soon as you open the cabinet, it just you know smells terrible. Mm. Um, that are sort of falling apart. There, uh, you do rummage in one of the pockets, and you pull out the handful of these like just small. They look like arcade tokens. They have like uh, this like Alfier mask face printed on them. And, you know, they they say, come back again or something. On them <laughs> Bringing it back to full circle season one. <laughs> I uh, pocket them immediately. And uh, I guess, so she's heading toward the back to the rumbling. I'm going to follow back behind her just because there's noise back there. Sure. Yeah. But I'm staying really quiet, though. I'm just kind of staying, you know. I just want to alert whoever's house this is that we're here. It seems awfully rude to not. Yeah. So I think as they're doing those things, Red's staying very, like, aware of... Like the space, like mm-hmm. if anything shows up, is moving, like just kind of being back up, basically. Is there? She's making all the commotion, and Malara is clearly doing a lot of like looking. She's gonna be spatially aware as they pass under the so the the stairway kind of goes up and then cuts off in two direct in both directions to the second floor. And there's like a little balcony that overlooks the foyer, and then there's a door that goes underneath it on the left hand side, and that's the door that you guys are passing through to go back towards the rumbling. Let's say, Red, that you're sort of in the back. So as, as they two pass through the room, you're kind of looking around, catching your awareness, and you notice something moving in the mirror along the kind of left-hand side of the room. Following either one of them specifically or just moving? Moving in the opposite direction, so moving back towards the main door. I'm going to watch that and, I guess, follow it Ooh. cautiously. Like, not, what you doing? But, like... Mm-hmm. Stalking it. Yeah. Probably also pretending not to be paying attention to it, but, like... Paying attention to it. Yeah. That's not um, creepy at all. <laughs> you kind of crouch down a little bit so that you can see into the mirror because it's right about waist level. And and you start going back and you don't see a shape for a minute. You kind of keep scanning around the room 
And as you you sort of go full circle 360, and as you turn back to look at the mirror directly in front of you, right behind you, you see this, like, you can only see sort of their waist and a little bit of their, like, stomach. This kind of, like, red dripping mass. It looks like, almost like reddish oil kind of pouring off of their body onto the floor. Directly behind me? Yeah. Facing me? Uh, looks like it. You see their belly. I mean... Yeah, I'm just... Putting the picture in my mind. Give me a minute. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. How do I want to handle this? Probably just give up and be eaten, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we can just like pan away and be like, as that happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm mm-hmm. beelining it to the rattling grumbling. So if you stop off at the kitchen, that's fine. I just that's where I'm heading. Oh, no. If I don't cross the kitchen on my way towards the thing, then I'm not going to stop off. Yeah. Um. So it, you you kind of follow back the... So it opens up into this kind of uh, crosswise hallway. So you open the door and it's into a hallway that goes both directions and you follow towards the grumbling and it forks again and you follow that way and it forks again and you keep following down. But you've at this point, you've probably taken like eight or nine turns um, before you come to this large door. It looks almost it looks like a hedge maze. Uh, it like the wall is this kind of grassy, mossy wall and there's this iron gate set in it. Well, isn't this pleasant? Uh, I think as we take the turns, though, I'm marking the walls. Sure. Like I personally put like, you know, like a deep like claw mark um, pointing like which way we went. OK, and I'm not just going to wander and meander through these. <laughs> different you, You'll do what I say you do. <laughs> I do <laughs> Look at you, Malara, thinking ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as uh, Annie compliments Malara, um, she kind of gives her a wry grin like. Are you new? And he's just, you know, moving forward ahead of her. Yeah. Give me a discern cursed roll. What the fuck does that mean? Do I roll domain. Some tins? Do you have cursed <laughs> yeah, as yeah, you I do. So yeah. you get a D10 just for the action. Uh, so let's establish. So uh, you're at risk of echo stress. Mm. Wow. Well, um, it's going to be D4, I think, still. Oh, I have a little card. Yeah, it's D4, echo stress, mm-hmm. uh, if you fail. Okay. Um, so you get a D10 naturally. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a D10 for, do you have the discern Parse, skill? Yes. I don't. Okay, interesting. So uh, not a D10 for that, but you'll get a D10 for the cursed domain. Okay. And then you don't have any knacks yet, right? Nah. Okay. Okay, got a six and a seven. Oh, and I didn't tell you the standard difficulty, so we're not going to cut a die. Oh. Um, six and a seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so a seven, you're going to take the stress, uh, but you succeed. So um, you do, you you mark off all of the pathway there. Well, so what did you use to mark the walls? Uh, I'm doing a, like a deep claw mark. Okay, nice. Give me a roll of d4 for the stress you take. <laughs> That's okay sub- though, but. Then you subtract your. Yeah, because um, she's got like protection. A bajillion. So that, all right, how much Lucky stress duck. do you have total? <laughs> like total, total? Total, total. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seven. <laughs> okay. All right. It's bad odds. Ah, damn it. Another 10? <laughs> a 10 again. Holy cow. <laughs> and I deflect it. Boom. Dang. Right, no of the heart. Yeah. Of the heart. <laughs> the auntie wouldn't hurt me. Yeah, you, you leave these these deep gouges in the wall. Um, Break a nail. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the first couple, it's like drywall. It's not super hard to do. But probably by the fourth or fifth one, it's almost like you, you kind of sense the wall. It still feels like drywall, but you kind of sense it pull away from you as you put your claws to it. It almost like it's tensing Ugh. and then releases. I'm like, do you think? <gasps> so do you think it's alive? Oh, are you talking to me? Hmm? <laughs> no, 
No? <laughs> I agree. I know. Well, I'll try again. And this time, like, I dig a claw in and I start to wiggle it. Does it flinch away? Uh, no. So there's that initial tense, mm. and then it just is kind of still. It feels like a normal wall. She's, mm. like, she's like, tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pull the claw to my um, mouth and, like, taste it. I'm like, hmm, disappointing. Yeah. Okay, we're moving ahead. Okay. Yeah, so eventually you make your way to this, the Little sort of hedge, hedge maze gate. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to try to open it. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't appear to be locked with anything. I mean, it's like a little lever that you pull and the gate swings open. Also, Malara, mm. how impressive is this house? It seems fine. Like there's a whole fucking maze, like hedges and floral. And I mean, it's incredible. Don't you want to live here? No. <laughs> what? Do you want to live here? And then the rest of our game oh. is just them living in this yeah. house. <laughs> and suddenly we have an Airbnb. Airbnb. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Does it make you miss home? I mean, it's kind of impressive. Oh, I wouldn't know. Okay. Goes inside. Yeah. Uh, so you step out and it does look like the, the walls appear to, there's like a hedge maze that kind of runs around the periphery of your vision. High above, the ceiling is probably about 12 feet above you and looks to be made out of, it doesn't look uh, hedge. Uh, just the walls seem to be this like hedge material. Like, then they go all the way up to the ceiling, but the ceiling seems to be the normal um, like wood. Out in front of you, it's not a maze. Uh, there's kind of a, a small kind of directional entryway um, that's like some little stones and stuff that are set in what appears to be soft dirt underneath your feet. Uh, and there are about a dozen cages lined up. They're kind of scattered about, around and lined up, and, and the the rattling and kind of growling noise is definitely coming from your... As I said growling, it's more like a like a chittering noise is coming from ahead of you and to the left. Can we not see what's making the chittering noise? Not yet. There are all these big cages in the way, and it seems to be on the opposite end of What's them. in the cages? Uh, yeah, so you get up close and look at the cages. Well, I'm going to spill past her, like, kind of like... Um, and light a, a torch and then kind of get within like arm's length of them, kind of waving the torch in and see if there's anything that we notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's this, uh, you, you see a couple of animals you recognize. These kind of large exotic animals from the east where humans come from. Um, you wouldn't recognize them at all, but you definitely recognize them. I've uh, been to a zoo. There's kind of like an imposing, there's an imposing kind of large bear-like creature and at first, it sort of startles you as you shine a light on it, but pretty quickly you notice that there is this like kind of thin seam that runs down its chest, and it's been stuffed, and so it's been posed into this uh, shape. And you notice several other animals, probably the three or four that you look at around you, all appear to be the same way in taxidermied. It's a menagerie. Would you know that? I read. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm not from the spire doesn't mean I don't know things. Okay. They don't seem to be alive, though. Mm -mm. No. Um, Certainly not. I'm going to go towards the one that seems to be living. I'm assuming the two of you go towards the noise? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to trail behind her with the torch. As you get uh, a bit closer, you notice what looks like probably, it's probably a good three feet long. It looks like a spider's uh, like thorax. It's just like the back end of a spider and it's hanging sort of upside down away from you and rattling the cage. You look a little bit closer, you notice that it has what look like human hands wrapped around uh, at the end of its like legs or these human hands wrapped around the edges of the bars of the cage it's in. 
And as you get a little bit closer, it notices the light and it sort of turns a bit and you see this like upside down. It looks like an owl's head with these kind of uh, eight large sort of beady eyes and this long beak with these sort of sharp protrusions coming down out of the side. I don't recognize that to you from your reading. <laughs> They're beautiful. It's sort of uh, creeping closer to the cage. Yeah, it screeches at you guys loudly and then we'll cut back to red in the foyer. Okay, so I am standing, looking at a mirror, and there's a thing, but it, it clearly, my body is between the mirror and the thing. Yeah, less than a foot between this it's thing It's the scene, it's Candyman Man scene, come on. Um, so I guess she's gonna, like, duck down so that her face reaches the level of the mirror mm -hmm. and see what she sees. She may even pretend to nonchalantly be like, Oh, my shoelace is untied. <laughs> yeah, you, you sort of, you, you drop to one knee and you you start kind of messing with your boot and you sort of, you as you kind of tilt your head up, you see this um, like face, uh, it looks sort of placid that's just staring straight ahead, not looking into the mirror. And you, you try to take in some of the features, which is hard because there's so much like kind of dripping gloop running down. And you, you notice that the stuff is clearly dripping off of it. Like you can see in the mirror that stuff's dripping off of it, though there's nothing on the floor. And like if I look as I'm like leaning down, if I look slightly behind me, there's nothing standing behind me. Is that correct? D uh, do you want to try to look behind you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Casually. As, <laughs> why don't you give me a sneak cursed roll? And this one is going to be risky. So I just have a D10. So you have a D10. Yep. And it's risky. Which means you'll lose that die. So it's actually what it's called. Uh, uh, no I win. Forget what the, <laughs> yeah. Well, so you can't win. Well, so what happens is you're going to roll one D10. You're going to take stress no matter what. Okay. And if you fail. Yeah. So basically so the best you roll. can get. No, you yeah. don't have to. Okay. So if you want to sneak a look at this thing, yep. you'll have to turn around. Or if you want to sneak a look that way, I think it's sneak cursed because it's a domain. And then uh, the, I don't even know what stress you take. Give me a second. You're fine. I have ideas. But so that's that's part of the game, though. You don't have to do that. You know, you can describe your actions differently or you can figure out some way to try to get advantage and make it not risky. Do you have a weapon in your boot, madam? She a, has weapons, right? I have all the weapons, but I don't yeah. know if any of them will help me. Illustrate the scene. Like I said, she's knelt down pretending she's tying her shoe or whatever. And uh, she's so just, D6. She's It'll gonna, be D6. She's going to do that kind of like where you're like. Mind stress. You know? <laughs> Yeah, on the audio pod that we're doing. It's not for the them, it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I wish they could see Malara when she's talking to her fucking yeast mother. It's amazing. <laughs> You're very sweet. Yeah, so D6 mind stress. Two. Oh, you still get to roll. So we can, let's backtrack a bit. Okay. So that's that's me telling you how much stress you could take. Okay. So then if you want to go through that action because you don't have any dice or because you'd lose that dice because it's risky, you can roll one die. On a 10, you get the thing at a cost and take okay. stress. Everything beneath that is you fail and take some amount okay. of stress. So I have to get a 10 or I'm. Yeah. So it's a very risky action if you want to try something else or if you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. You go for it. Nah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I got a six. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's a critical failure. Let me look really quick. <laughs> oh, great. <No. laughs> I told you it it's bad. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Play it like Red plays it. Yeah. Red would look. Then <laughs> she go peekaboo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you want a drink? <laughs> Failure, you take stress. So you take 1d6 stress. Mind stress. 1d6. Can I take the two? Uh, yeah, that's fine. So you roll two, uh, which puts you at how much stress? Is this mind, total? you said? I was like, did you roll that or you just find that dice? You're like, eh, it says two. That's good. I just rolled it. <laughs> okay. I have 10. 10 total. Okay. 
Guess oh. your tens aren't gonna help me now. <laughs> Goddamn ten. <laughs> So that's, but that's good though. You still take fallout. So I love it. I think a 10 is actually, I don't have to think I have it here. So a seven to 12 is major fallout. So we get our first fallout. All right. That's very exciting. That's why I asked what we do with dead characters. That's why he wants that. It's fine. Drive it like you stole it. You're just changed by the experience. It's transformative. Mm. Don't be afraid of it. I'm not. (laughs) You said major fallout. Mm -hmm. Oh crap. Never mind. Just kidding. Wrong page. Do you decide? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just asked. I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, I mean, it's not binary in that way. We talk about it, right? To what's appropriate for the situation, but. Jacob likes doing bad stuff. Yeah, no. I'm not mad. I feel like it's all GMs, really. Oh, that's right. But you are always treating him like the enemy. All right. Here's what I'm thinking, Chrissy. I think that you are scarred. So you take shaken, which oh. basically means you have to choose fight, flight, or freeze. And then, uh, in addition, every time you encounter the source of this fallout from now on, you have to make an endure check or suffer D8 stress. Okay. So you basically have to resist its presence. Very scary. Okay, so do I do anything now? Uh, yeah, so right now, so just mark, uh, I guess under fallout, yeah, t- put shake in. I would go ahead and write uh, scarred too, because if you bump into this thing again, you'll have to test. Um, and then you get to choose whether or not you want to fight, flight, or free. flee. Free? Or, you know, or free, whatever you want to do. Fight, flight, or... Freeze. Freeze. Oh, I feel like she would fucking fight. And then at the end of this situation, that fallout goes away. Okay. Yeah, I think Red's totally a survivor in the... Well, mm. do it, do it. So what thing that feels good. So what I will say, for the sake of... I don't know. I don't know how this is supposed to work because this seems brutally unfair if I don't tell you this information. So I'm going to tell you this information and maybe we'll decide we don't like that in the future. But ghosts are really hard to fight. (laughs) Ghosts have, they have resistance five, uh, which is how much stress they can take, which isn't that much. But they have protection 10 uh, and they're immune to piercing unless you can figure out a way to either put that ghost to rest or to use, you know, you, you need situational factors to defeat a ghost. So Granted, obviously your character doesn't know that, but I'm more than happy to let you factor that into your decision, Chrissy. You know better than I, but you play Red like she's in it for a good time, even though she's tough. Is she going to actively try to defeat something? One of her other abilities or yeah, abilities is also on the run. Like she's been evading in Karn for so long that she gets extra bonuses for yeah. knowing how to stay out of trouble. She sounds like like a little shit to me. Yeah. So I don't know if she's you are you are heroic is red no i think that red would run yeah well and i mean there's the very real factor that again you wouldn't kill you but you take a lot of stress she really just wanted to know what the fuck was behind her and i feel like she sees it she's like hey yeah oops out so let's describe what happens first yeah like i said so she's she kneels down she's doing the fake thing and she turns around and she looks and sees what she sees so there's actually nothing there. You turn around and you don't see anything. And then all of a sudden you're pushed back against the mirror and you can feel, it feels like somebody driving their fingers underneath your eyelids, trying to get up and into to your brain. brain. Yeah. And you can feel, I mean, it almost feels like your brain is being sucked to the front of your skull. How do you shake it off? How do I shake it off? Okay. So I'm against a mirror and I've got something like cr- creepy crawling into my brain. I feel feel like like I said I feel like she is hidden and avoided in Karn 
mm-hmm. so often and she's like kind of succumbing to it and she's like no fuck off and like kind of just slams up against the mirror behind her mm-hmm. and propels herself forward with that sure. like you know the full like body check to push yeah. yourself forward um and then immediately just scrambles i'm sure it's not pretty at all towards where malara and um annie went just right. you know it's better to be together because <laughs> it's scary yeah so you, you barrel down into the hallway yeah uh, but like just tripping and moisture. slipping yeah like it's it's not pretty at all uh yeah we can cut back to you guys in the uh menagerie yeah so she's f- malara is fascinated well i can speak for malara but yes <laughs> uh, shaken goes away chrissy but you still have the uh the Scarred. other one yeah yeah, so the, you return to the scene where Malara is creeping closer to the to the cage and like reaching out a hand to touch the other hand. I at this point have kind of like sunk behind you, and I'm like, I don't think you should do that. The bees are sort of buzzing in your ears, and they sound angry and like on high alert. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to take like a single claw and just run it over the back of the creature's hand. While um, leaning just close enough, not like close enough they can like touch me back or anything like that, but like leveling my face with it. I'm going to start screaming. <laughs> that kind of excites Malara. <laughs> <laughs> no. Of course it does. As you start screaming, I reach down and uh, palm my um, hunting knife. And I look back at you with like a like excited grin. Don't. Uh, yeah, so if you start screaming, the thing sort of uh, screeches loudly he and sort of back. pulls itself into one, like the far corner of the cage away from you guys. Don't what? What would you have us not do, sweet Annie? And I'm going to be like, I'm just going to stop screaming for a minute. I'm going to be like, the bees don't. It's not. It's not OK, Annie. I, I, it's not OK. <laughs> And I'm just going to start talking to myself and like rocking back and forth. Well, Hart turns away from that and tries the cage door. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has just a, a pretty simple, um, like a basically like a, a oh, I can't think of like a padlock almost, but it looks pretty old. Uh, I kind of rusted. Grab it and pull on it. Can I break it? Just uh, yeah, a pretty concerted effort. Mm-hmm. You probably even have to use your knife a bit to kind of wedge it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can break it. Uh, and I'm cooing to the thing the entire time. Hello, little one. Don't be afraid. Shh, I know. Don't be afraid. And she's trying to pull the door open. So ultimately, what's your goal? Table talk? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to kill it, eat it. You want to kill it? Oh, okay. <laughs> or try. I'm going to try to set it free. Yeah, give me a kill cursed roll. Mm, okay, cool. So, yeah, so what it looks like, though, is she's, like, standing there at the opening um, of the cage, Mm -hmm. and she's calling to it, kitty, 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 come here, little beast. (laughs) So it's going to inflict D6, assuming you fail, it's going to inflict D6. Assuming you fail. (laughs) Well, no, that's that's the main, that's not supposed to work, because I I tell you how much stress. So D6 blood, so it's going to attack you with its uh, beak and its uh, Great, okay. So I get one for cursed, one for kill. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I get anything for my hunting knife? No, just the That's damage. how much damage it'll yep. do. And do I get anything else just for base? Mm, well, so you get one die automatically. Yeah. Always one die. So you should Plus be at three. Two. Yeah, cool. Yep. And then if you have a knack, that's what it would give you another right, die. Or if somebody was helping you. Yeah. 
Is somebody helping me? Not right now. I'm not there yet, am I? Uh, not quite. Not right now. <laughs> we'll we'll fold you in next the, after this. Ugh, I got five as my highest. Oh, I didn't tell you the difficult. It's standard, so no die out. Yeah. So. Okay, but only five. Yeah. That's not good. Ooh, five, one, and two. Uh, so take D six stress. You um you you move towards it. Mm-mm, no, I'm standing there. Oh, you're in the, the gate. At, I'm standing there at the opening of the cage. I thought you were trying to, to open it. Yeah. I opened it. Okay. And she's standing outside. And I'm of standing it. at the opening of the cage, calling it to me. So. Yeah. It barrels into you, and then you can feel it's very cold. Like there's no warmth at all. Hands kind of grasp over your face as it pulls itself over top of you, and all you you can actually feel its bones kind of crunch together as if there's no sort of cartilage blocking the bones in its hand, and it leaps off of you onto the wall above. Mm. Okay. As it does that, I stumble back and kind of land on my on my butt. Also, and, how much stress do you have? Uh, I took two, right, uh, and so then I got eight, nine. Okay. Four. Ah. All right. Major fallout. Excellent. So I fall back and I'm holding the knife and I'm grinning up at it. <laughs> I would like to go after that. What? You want to play? Sure I don't know why. <laughs> As I get murdered by this al- alpider, whatever. That was blood stress, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking, Maddie. So I'm thinking either arterial wound. So maybe the thing bit you on its way up, which means you mark D6 stress at the end of every situation. Mm-hmm. Or broken arm, which, uh, I mean, fictionally, your arm's broken. And uh, it just upgrades tasks that would use both your arms from risky to dangerous or dangerous to impossible. And the arterial one is D6 how often? Every, at the end of every situation. And both of those are until you get them healed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the arterial bleed. Okay. Because that makes more sense because it's like it grasped on my head and jumped over. So it like it's like whatever happened with those bony fingers like nicked something in my neck. Yep. Sounds good to me. Cool. And the thing is up on the wall. What do you do, Lydia? Yeah. So as soon as this thing attacks Malara, I'm going to. It did. It attacked me. Everyone saw it. <laughs> no. But we believe it. <laughs> I just see you kind of bleeding out over there. All you see is me grinning at you. <laughs> bleeding. Um, <laughs> grinning and bleeding. And so Aren't as, we always? as soon as that happens, the bees are going to rupture from my skin and are going to attack this owl creature. Yeah. Um, because they have spread and ranged. Okay, perfect. Release yeah, the swarm. It's definitely ranged. Spread doesn't do anything negative, right? Spread just lets you hit multiple targets. Yeah, kill okay. D4. All right, uh, give me a D4. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, not D4 roll. No. So you're going to roll. Kill, curse. Kill and curse, yep. And if I have none of that. Then oh. you're going to roll one. <laughs> one D10. You're lucky it's standard, so there's yeah. no there's no added risk. Let me tell you, so you're, gonna, you're at risk of yeah. D6. Yeah, I guess blood. Yeah, you're at risk of D6 blood stress. I'm going to try to hit it no matter what, so it doesn't okay. matter. I got a nine. A nine, okay. So you do it, but no, nothing extra happens. So you don't take you don't take stress. You're going to roll your D4. Yeah. Shit, one. One, okay. Shit, one. Yeah, Um. the bees sort of, what, what does it look like? This is the first time this has happened. So yeah. what, when the bees swarm out of you and uh, go off at it, what does that look like? Looks like a massive hive of bees, like rushing out of me and attacking it. It's almost like a. Like do you a, hum "Flight of the Bumblebee"? No, I don't. 
voice as well. Um, is it more like, I'm a little bumblebee? <laughs> no. And so this is physically exhausting for Anais because this is part of herself. And like you can see that her skin is no longer her skin. Mm. This is probably her arm is gone. Because it's the bees are reforming it, right? Like this is—is is her arm completely gone, or is it just like the skin over top, and you just see like the empty hive underneath? Probably just the comb. Yeah. Okay. Just the comb structure is all that's left of her arm, yes. and you can see like some bits of muscle, but there's no blood. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's probably dripping honey. All right. Yeah. So you do uh, the thing. So you sting it several times and the thing scurries away from you, sort of trying to go across. It looks like it's trying to go across the room back towards the door you entered from. Oh, God. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, this let's is say... a great time for Red to come in the room. <laughs> or. Yeah. Why don't you guys give me what you do next and then Red will Yeah. Show up. As it like. As the swarm hits and it drops down, I'm going to scramble toward it. It didn't drop down. So it got pierced a few times by the bees, but it's still on the roof. Trying to go towards the door. Yeah. uh, And then I'm tracking it just on the ground, the direction it's Running after it. Mm -hmm. Or no scrambling. Like it's all like hands and feet like on the the ground. I'm going to go for with her arm kind of the one that's all fucked up. Um, I'm going to go for the smoker and try to debilitate it. Okay. Uh, what's the range on the smoker? It just says ranged. Okay. That's all it's tag. Debilitating smoke range. range. Okay. All right. So then, yeah. So about this time, red, you'll, you'll make it in. So <laughs> give me your, you're trying to smoke. Is that? I'm trying to debilitate it from getting out of the room. What is the, what's the. It is mostly a what's the What type of. But also I would love for it to like fall and hit the ground. So Malar could get it. Yeah. So, it, okay. Read me the smoker again. Sorry debilitating ranged smoke okay let me read the tags for that really quick because i'm not sure what do you mean uh i I don't know how debilitating functions as a mechanic Mm, okay so not that i don't think you can do that i just need to know (laughs) how it works i would like it smoke says uh, obscuring uh okay so when you inflict stress with this item one or more targets the next attack made against them is rolled with mastery ah okay Mm, that would be great for some little critter i know okay (laughs) <laughs> I think it's, I guess it's, yeah, because you're inflicting stress. So I think it's still kill uh, cursed. Yep. Okay. Uh, you're at risk of D6 yeah. stress. Blood stress. Yep. Oh, five. Five. Okay. Uh, you take stress. Yeah. Uh, so you 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 take a D six, yep. and then you you kind of you you pull up the smoke gun and you you spray it above you, and and the smoke does does dissipate out, but then the the thing falls through the smoke and sort of lands on top of you. Um, how much damage do you take? On top of her? Yeah. Oh, no. Four. Four, okay. What's your total stress? Uh, where would I take that? Blood? Uh, blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to add four to blood then. Mm-hmm. It'll be five. Five. Total. I have the least stress. No luck, that's nine. No um, dice. Yeah, so uh, it falls on you, and uh, similarly, you can feel this. It, it's kind of heavy weight. It, it has these cold clammy kind of crackling hands that it lays over kind of over your neck and your arms um but you can feel the the shell it's like carapace sort of pressed against your chest as it pushes you down i have a question Mm -hmm. before we do this once per situation when you take stress to any resistance other than echo allocate it to echo 
Yeah, so you could choose right now to take it as echo stress instead of blood stress. Why wouldn't I do that, though? Because my echo stress is protection three. Yeah. So that would make way more sense. Yeah. yeah. Ah, well, figuring yeah. it out, y'all. Sorry about that. Look at us but, learning the game. So, Sorry about that. So, the, so, so the reason you wouldn't do that is because you took four. So maybe, well, four actually it probably is a good one because you yeah. take one. But let's say this first roll, you only took two stress. You might be like, mm, I'm going to save that for when I roll a six and right. I'm going to take six heart stress. Four is pretty bad, though. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Cool. Might okay. as well. We're learning. Yep. Um, Sorry about that. I mean, I have no idea what the stress curve is going to be. We'll see. It's going pretty good right now. It's pretty steep, though. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, well, as as you feel the weight hit your chest, you hear, like, this, like, uh, victorious, like, laughing squeal behind you. Yes, Annie! And an extra weight um, presses you down as she lands on the back of it. Great. Let's say about that time. I'm being crushed by Malara and this beast. (laughs) So I'm assuming you're going to try to attack it. Is there anything that you want to try to do before she attacks it? No, if that's how she wants to play that scene out, that sounds great. All right. Also, yeah. you come into this. You're like, because otherwise I'm gonna have to shoot it, and I don't want to accidentally shoot Annie. So no, you, you're welcome to whatever. Nah, so that's great. That's the scene. So though, I walk. I, ru- I run in, and what I see is her on the bottom, a spider owl thing with human hands. Probably all you can see actually is the back. This large sort of spider. spider ass. Yeah. Spider and, ass. And these human hands grasping. And Malara. And uh, on top of all of it. pushing her to the ground. All right. Like, all I can envision, too, is, like, Red has ran absolutely frantically, right? She ran, mm-hmm. like, her life is dependent on it and sliding all over the place. And she kind of slides into this kitchen. She's like, what the fuck is going on in here? And she's going to pull out her knife mm-hmm. and approach the pile of bodies. But she's going to see what Malara is if if Molaris got it, because like I'm not getting in between you and a and a, and a dinner. That's not a thing we do. All right. We know when you're eating. <laughs> I don't uh, like to get bit. It happened before. It's not pretty. <laughs> uh, so I'm on top, but I'm facing the front of it. Like I would have. You got the owl side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I would see that you're behind me. Um, but what you see is like I, I pull you heard me though both the so, so what do you say I said what the fuck is going on in here uh, I uh, I I've pulled the cleaver and the hunting knife I turn back around I'm like it's I was like isn't it amazing and I start slashing down into the body all right give I me like, kill and cursed I like to imagine that she goes uh, dinner same thing, time that's d6 blood stress dinner time so in that process if I can <laughs> if I can pull Anais out from under the pile like while she's doing that I will try to pull her away sure okay Let, let's see how uh, manageable goes right. and then we'll do let's that let's go yep oh five Burk. Oh, gosh. Burn all of these dice. <laughs> Burn them all away. Uh, yep. Yeah, so uh, take D6 blood stress. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. What you got? Two? Mm-hmm. What's that put you at total? Hold on one second. I'm going to push it to Echo and not take it. So it's the same. Okay. I have an important question for you. Do your eatings, your kills, do they need to be alive? No. And who says I'm going to eat this one? I'm just saying. fun. The, as far as what Red and Annie know as you as the party. Oh. I don't know. Does Red concern herself with the workings of Malara? Well, I don't want to get in the way of your dinner. No. Oh. I mean it. No. Uh, yeah, I think it's more like she's just. I want you to have fun. A monster. How is it fun for you? <laughs> Does it not... need to be alive? Like, okay. And in, in, in table chatter, for Maddie's sake, because this doesn't need to be obfuscated anyway. This is a thing of the heart. So. I figured. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. The beast told me. Yeah. <laughs> Come the fuck on. Right. Well, I'm just being Not explicit because it's telling us. Yeah. I assumed it was. I mean, it's yeah. okay. made of three things. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. also my reaction. To okay. So she failed that. Gone. So this thing yeah. is still thrashing on top. Yeah, of Yeah. So it actually 
you so you're kind of over it and you start trying to slice into it and the head turns completely around and starts snapping at you. Okay, if I see you. that, then I'm going to attack with yep. my knife. All right, go for it. Um, uh, you see like the clang of the bl- blades against the beak. It is kill, uh, cursed. I don't know if anybody wants to well, offer to help, so it's D6 no, blood yeah. stress. Well, I feel the- like we're working together, right? <laughs> so very fair. Um, also, my touch functions as a weapon against heart's blood creature. So if it's touching oh, good me, to know. if it's touching me, it's probably not going great well i think we are working at concert because it's at least distracted by the thing on mm-hmm. its back well and the reason i offer and not to say that's what's happening is because if she fails we you guys it. all take yeah. d6 plus so stress. does she give me a 10 as well <laughs> yeah okay are I you also, helping too i have kill, so. yeah okay so then you'll get Wait, one d10 can i, can I help because i don't have the tags oh right you have to have one of the you have two to have tags. the tags yeah yeah one of the kill or the other one okay yeah. so you'll get one for kill you get one for you don't have curse right Mm-mm. So you get one naturally, and then you'll get one for max yeah, help. It's standard, so you're not going to lose any dice. That's you're at risk of D6 blood stress. I'm going to learn these 10 dice eventually. Oh, no. I know. I'm getting there. Oh, shit. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to burn a fate point. Oh, God damn it. Wrong game. <laughs> I got a four. Oh, my God. <laughs> this thing is invincible. I know, right? Uh, uh, no, this is it. Shit. This is going to be the distraction I need. Do it. Yeah. So D6. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's touching me, it's fucked already. Two. Two. Okay, that puts you at... I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve. I can resist it. Oh, so there's no... Well, I have to roll, though, but... uh, Two. Let me think. I think that means minor fallout, but let me check how the rules work on that. I don't know if it's the die roll I made or the amount that determines the type of fallout. No, this is going to be it, though. You just set me up. It's going to be great. This is the flow of the game. Y'all are going to have to carry me out here. (laughs) Like I said, this is why we had a conversation about what do we do with the character dies. <laughs> yeah, that move is called Annihilation. Oh, nice. So, When does the D6 arterial blood happen? After actions? After a scenario. So at the scenario. end of this conflict scene yeah, or whatever, when we roll the next one, you'll take more stress. Nice. So it's the die rolled. So I think that's been fine so far because I think I rolled high for both of the first two fallouts. But so it's minor fallout, not major fallout. That first time? The, this one. This is time. Ma- it is minor fallout because the first time I rolled a 10. Well, you tell me what I got, man. All right. Let's see. <laughs> You just got scarred from the first one. Yeah, but that's not terrible. No, it's actually, it actually is better than I think Maddie's. <laughs> I think Maddie's is worse. much worse. <laughs> I guess it depends on how many scenes we do. Oh, uh, so before yeah, before you get healed. Um, that's the worst thing is we just got. I'm very <laughs> charming. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be all right. It's all good. Well, that's the flow of the game. It's just to get the shit kicked out of you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I have a couple of options, Chrissy. <laughs> I have a really fun thematic one, and then a more simple, straightforward one. So the the most obvious one is battered. Uh, your your dominant hand is injured. Uh, you you can bandage it and stop it bleeding, but until it, it heals, any offensive action in combat gets risky. So it just up cre- increases the difficulty. Mm-hmm. The other one I'm thinking is that you're furious. You're hurt, short tempered, and perceive slights everywhere. You cannot help another character by adding a die for their role. Yeah, no, that I'm totally furious. Yeah, yeah, so you're like pissed off. I'm real fucking mad. All right. Uh, that makes total sense. What you guys do? Yeah. So I imagine. That oh, we didn't. Sorry, Lydia, to cut you off. We didn't describe what actually happens. So you're. So I dive in with my knife to That's my try to attack this thing, and probably what I think happened is because I've got the butt. Mm-hmm. Is it basically just butts me back, and like I fall to my ass. I've already been embarrassed or hurt oh, sure. or whatever once, and here I'm trying to do this triumphant thing, and I'm just literally like kicked out of the fight. Is how I see it, and that would make Red real mad. Perfect. Because, like, she wants to be part of the epic story, and she's been kicked out of the epic story. That's how I see it. 
All right, my bad, Lydia. Okay. Now, describe what you do. Yeah. So as this thing is on top of her, right? As this thing is on top of her, she gets really frustrated because, A, they're ruining her outfit. B, the bees, my hand is disgusting. My arm is just foul and comey. And I don't like to, I don't like to see this. This is not what I want. This is not the perfect image of me that I have in my head. I am irritated <laughs> beyond belief. So I reach out with my hand and I just hold it because I know that the bees hate it. Like I know that they hate it. And so then I imagine all of the bees swarming from inside the room, like attack this thing. So um, what, is that an ability that just deals yeah. stress or that's it just lets you use it as a weapon? No, use it as a weapon. Okay. A D8. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So give me nice. your uh, kill curse again. Yeah. And I can help because I have that, right? And remember, too, so I, I keep saying kill curse because you guys are, whenever you just try to overtly kill something, like I'm going to shoot it with kill. a gun as yeah. kill. But you can do lots of other things that mm -hmm. would inflict stress. So like instead of killing it, I'm going to lure it into a trap. That would still inflict stress. <laughs> you disappoint or, your mother. Or I'm hunting it down. So mm -hmm. you don't always have to use kill. Feel free to describe your yeah. actions. You're like, hey, I don't want to use kill curse. I want to figure out a different action. Well, the That's only okay. other thing that I but, have is mend. Which is not really no. helpful. At I all. mean, I think in this case you're grabbing it and focusing all your magical energy yeah. into yeah, it. That's your probably mother kill, loved you, I promise. <laughs> well, gonna... okay, then let me ask: Is that cursed, or would that be a cult if I'm using like my magical uh, ability? It's the domain of the okay that the, we're in. Yeah, or like okay. the relevant domain to the thing that's happening. Which she's in. helping me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you're gonna get two uh, d10s. Is that it? Yep. Okay, and then you're at risk of d6 blood stress. Yeah, I know. Seven. And it's a standard action. Uh, seven hits. And I think nice. yep, it hits and you take stress. So no. <laughs> what, what do you mean? No. Yes, you do. No. <laughs> well, we're negotiating now. I didn't know that was an option. So go ahead and uh, roll the D6. See what we got. No, it's a D8. Well, you can do your stress first. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll the D8 that you inflict first. That's fine. Six. Okay. And then roll the stress that you take, which is a D6. Blood. Two. Two. Yes. Which puts you at how much stress? Untouched. Yeah, so that's going to go two blood. Uh, Four. Four. That's it? Oh, because you didn't take any last time. because No, we got, I took one. I took one last that's time. That's ten. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, wah, wah. Uh, So, yeah, so you, uh, so you described the, so the, this ability is not coming from you, but it's from the bees, and the bees yep. swarm down around it? Yep. All right, so I think... And it says, oh, actually, it functions as a D8. As you use it, your flesh roils and cracks, but the swarm repairs it. Gross. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, but, but you still imagine it as the bees doing the one, being the ones that kill it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the... the um, the bees sort of swarm around you and uh, around it. Like, it's just like all over the place. And you see this kind of like crackling kinetic. Like, you can visibly see what color is the energy that's sort of crackling between all the bees. Oh, it's yellow. Yeah. Hands down. So there's this like glowing, bright, glowing yellow kind of energy. It almost looks like uh, fireflies. Yeah. Uh, crackling between all of them. And the uh, the beast between the two of you just ex it literally explodes in chunks of carapace and arms just kind of fly across the room and you sort of land you know beside Anais yeah oh, I think is it like no. just like blows out from beneath me I like collapse off to the side um yeah. next to you my fallout's ongoing what does that mean <laughs> uh it, just until you cure it oh yeah. shit like I'm gonna spend the rest of this scene mad <laughs> <laughs> all righty well, both of those fallouts were ongoing yeah sure 
Well, the scarred makes sense. No, I meant the two I offered her, the battered in that one. Yeah, were both yeah, ongoing. Okay. I think as we're laying there in the goo, I'm going to run a hand through it and then lick it off my palm. Of course you are. And offer you the other one, like you offered me the honey. Oh, thanks. I just, I just really want its beak. Can I, can I have its beak? I mean, this was your kill, Annie. You can have whatever you'd like. You can have everything else. <gasps> And she's like literally like a dog kind of rolling in its own filth. Like, just like pulling up the icker and like licking on it. And it's like, like honey and blood and mm. black and red. No, and I'm, not, just, I'm not about All right, honey. we got to get this guy and get the fuck out of here. This so, place is not right. So the two of you get your beat because you both had the same consume something from the heart. Yeah. Is, do, you, do you have special abilities about eating heart creatures or anything? Yeah. Do you have anything special well, for that? Yeah, about if you eat one. Yeah. Um, but I don't have that. I have like a resource oh, okay. thing right now. But right. yes, eventually. So when mine says consume something, do I have to physically eat it? I no, I don't think so. Okay, because I'm gonna collect it as a trinket. Hmm. The beak. Hmm. I want it like, as a resource. Make it the jewelry. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna make you uncomfortable. I, I think you do have to take it. Like it. It. It needs to go away. It needs to be gone. Used. Yeah. Consumed. Hmm. Okay. Then here's what I want to do. Then I don't want. Uh, I don't want to eat it. Mm-hmm. I want to wear it like jewelry, but it embeds into my flesh, as if I had a necklace there, but it's just kind of protruding a little bit. Okay. Sure. Like the bees take it into themselves and build it into the hive. Yep. Hmm. That work. Like, like sure. Birds of the nest. That yeah, works. So you have this protruding owl beak. I'm not mad at that. That's yeah. gross as hell. Yeah. I was just like, hey, you know, yeah. it's gothic. Does yeah. it talk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it kind of just lays there. Yeah. Well, imagine gross. like a raven's beak yeah, or yeah. an owl's beak. It's just kind of laying there. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay.